welcome to another episode of the Everyday Expertise Podcast. I'm your host, Roland Martin, and again, I'm on my own today, so bring you another solo episode, but I'm excited to say that this is hopefully going to change next week. I do have a guest lined up. I'm going to try my hand at a remote interview, and so hopefully that will go well, and I'll bring you some content more in line with with what I have normally been doing on here on Everyday Expertise. But just me again today, and I decided I'm going to talk again about some of the personal experiences that I've had, and this time it relates to what I'm doing currently, and that is that I'm a student. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my schooling experiences over the last number of years, what's got me to the point here where I'm, I'm studying physics at the University of Waterloo, and um, yeah, I'll share some of the experiences that I've had along the way. So first up, just a few things about, about me currently and uh, some of the things that I'll talk about here on the podcast. So right now, I'm a second-year student at the University of Waterloo. I'm working on a honors physics degree, which is a four-year physics degree, and um, yeah, as, as I've kind of been alluding to here, I didn't get to this point in maybe the traditional way. So I'm not in my second year out of high school, um, and I've had a few, a few experiences along the way to, to get to the point that I am now. I'm also going to talk a little bit about what the online experience has been like here. Um, we've not been able to meet in our classes since mid-March of 2020, so it's getting close to a full year now. And uh, so this is the second full term that we've had where everything's going to be online. And um, so it's it's been a difficult experience, but something that, that we're kind of getting used to and, and I think I'm getting better at working with. And uh, then I'll spend a few minutes at the end of the podcast talking a little bit about what my what my plans are, what I'm thinking for the future of my education. So I just turned 30 a few days ago, and oh, it's actually on my birthday that I'm recording this podcast, but when it comes out, it'll be a few days ago. And there's something about being a under, undergraduate student um, at 30 that feels a little bit older than doing it in my 20s, even when I was just 29. So um, I'm definitely older than most of my classmates. I've, I've run into a few that uh, that are older than me, but that's, um, that's definitely the exception. And um, so obviously because of that, I've had a number of experiences that, that have led up to the point of me um, studying a, for an undergrad physics degree at the age of 30. So where did this, where did my education career start or how did it start that I'm, I'm back at school here um, at, at this point? Well, I would say as a child, I definitely love school. I think there were several reasons for that, but one definitely was that I found learning to be easy. I always really enjoyed school. I, and part of the reason was because I, I found it challenging, but but not overly difficult. And um, so learning came easily for me. I always really enjoyed reading, and that goes a long way to, to being a student, um, enjoying school at, at any point, and always um, really enjoyed studying and learning new things as well. So probably one of the things that I 
I didn't realize when I was in elementary school and started to catch up to me a little bit when I got into high school was that I didn't develop a, a great work ethic because I didn't find school too difficult and it uh, found it easy to get by, found it that I often didn't need to um, do like work super hard in order to to get good grades. And um, so like I said, I, I caught up to me a little bit in high school, but I still for the most part found my high school studies to be to be uh, quite enjoyable, not too difficult. Um, but I'd still have say I'm, I'm dealing with that some somewhat now. And um, as I get into more challenging courses, I, I realize that I can't just float by. I have to just force myself to sit down and really work to, to learn or figure out problems and, and identify areas that I'm struggling with and, and work to fill in the gaps. So yeah, back to my schooling as a, as a child, my parents were very supportive of education and um, were helped me in, in school, made sure that I, I made it all the way through high school and um, were very supportive of me continuing after high school into post-secondary education but left that decision entirely up to me. They didn't push me to, to go to college or university, but they didn't, they were very encouraging and didn't, uh, didn't stop me from it either. Um, but one thing they, they did one, and, and I remember my dad especially saying that he wanted me to take a, a break after high school and uh, spend at least a year working. And so I did that. I ended up working two years um, after high school, working with my dad at Martin's Family Fruit Farm. We got into that a little bit on the episode, episode three, where I had my dad on. And I really enjoyed working with him, worked closely with him for, for those two years. Over that time, I had plans. And this, these were plans that had actually started in high school, where um, I decided that I wanted to be a teacher. And knew a little bit about the teacher apprenticing program that Faith Builders Education Programs in Northern PA offers. And um, so I'd heard a little bit about it and decided to sign up for that two-year program. So uh, two years after finishing high school, I went down to Faith Builders and, uh, and, and started the teacher apprenticing program and had a really great experience there. It's a close-knit community of faculty and students. There, it's, a, it's a really small school, so um, it offers courses on a, at, a, at a college level, so probably the equivalent to the first two years of college. Um, they just, the, the longest program that they have is a two-year program, but uh, it's, 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 a really, it's a really small group of students. At the time I was there, it was between 30 and 40 students, and it's maybe a little bit bigger than that now, but not much. And so because of that, there's a lot of, of time for instructors to interact with students and for students to get to know each other well. And uh, it, it's just a really great community feel that, that gets built there over the, the two years that I was there. So it was a, it was a really great experience, and I, I, I went into it without knowing really what to expect. I'd heard a little bit about it, but I, I didn't, didn't really know what I was getting into or, or what to expect um, as I signed up and went into it. And the thing that surprised me the most, the, what I didn't realize was, was a real strength of the program, was the strong mentoring program that they have. 
And there is a formal mentoring program that uh, that's in place that's kind of run like a class over the two years that I was there. But they also have built a, a really strong informal mentoring program. And it, it's really an atmosphere that, that permeates the experience there of instructors taking an interest in students' lives, being willing to, to speak into to our lives and to, to help us to grow, to help us to develop in, in a, a number of different ways, um, in, to help me develop, develop my relationship with God, help me to think and to, to learn, to learn how to learn, and uh, found that, that atmosphere to, to be really beneficial. Um, the, the regular interactions with, with my teachers, the, the good friends that I built there and, um, and that uh, took the opportunity to regularly speak into my life, it was a really good experience. And I often said or often thought during the two years that I was there that that was the ideal life for me. And I think it, it really was at that time. I got to study. I had friends around me at all times. I got to participate in experiences like practicing teaching. I had time to, to think and to write and to develop philosophies about different parts of life, to, to think about what is truth and, and how to find truth. And uh, it really, really was a good two years and a two years that I still see as being very formative to the, the person that I am now. I went with a goal of, of becoming a teacher and with the practice that I got, the classes also that I took that were geared towards education and learning about teaching and learning how to, how to prepare uh, to be a teacher, I found very beneficial. And after graduating from Faith Builders in 2013, I began teaching at the local school that I had attended for all 12 grades that, uh, that I was in school and uh, got hired to teach mostly math and science courses. And that was because as a student, as a high school student, I'd been very interested in um, the math and science courses. I'd always really enjoyed math. I would always have said that was my favorite subject all the way through school. And I wouldn't have said that I had a particular love, or I didn't realize it at the time that I had a particular love for science, but in high school, I had taken a number of science courses with the goal of, of actually studying horticulture. And I was, I remember as I started high school, I was thinking about working in the orchard, possibly at Martin's Family Fruit Farm. And um, so that kind of pushed me to take um, biology and chemistry and some of those sciences. So I wouldn't have said that it was for really love of science that I was taking those classes, but I... Um, did enjoy them and, uh, and studied them a lot in high school. Faith Builders is a very broad education. So we take kind of a general history course, general science course, but we didn't really have time to get into anything deep. And so I didn't really expand on my science knowledge while I was a student at Faith Builders. And so jumping into teaching at Countryside, it was a, a really good experience for um, the, the teaching really helped to build my science knowledge and understanding. But I hadn't, I didn't have much background 
in the subjects that I was teaching beyond what I had studied in high school and what I was learning in order to be able to, to teach well. And it didn't take me too long of teaching to, to realize that this was the case, that I was really interested in science but didn't know much more about it than, than what I had learned in high school. And be, there were certain points in my, in my teaching where, where I, I did feel really inadequate, that I didn't have a deep enough understanding of the topics I was teaching to really be able to teach my students well, to be able to inspire them and help them to see the bigger picture beyond what we are learning. Or maybe I'll explain it, I'd explain it as helping them to be able to, to see where we were, we were going with what we were learning. And it's not that they needed to, to be able to see that, but sometimes I wasn't able to see where we were going with what we were learning. And so it, it felt like we were kind of hitting it, I was hitting a dead end in my teaching. So it, just a couple years into, into teaching, I started thinking about ways that I could expand the, my knowledge, expand the well of understanding that I was pulling from in, in my teaching. And so I I'd realized at this point that I do much better when at, at learning, when I'm forced to learn. In other words, when I've signed up for a formal class or I'm taking, um, involved in education somewhat formally. So a couple of years after teaching, I applied to the University of Waterloo to do part-time studies there. And this was simply with the goal of, of expanding my knowledge, especially in the science courses that I was teaching. So I took a chemistry class, I took a physics class, I was taking some math courses, and uh, was, was really enjoying taking one part-time class, one online class on the side of my teaching. And after doing this for a few terms, I soon realized that I would have to face a decision on uh, what, to, what to do with my schooling going forward. And what I realized was that at first, with those first couple introductory chemistry, math, or calculus, um, physics courses that I took, I was able to do them quite well on the side of my teaching. And that was because the, the main topics in the course were ones that I was quite familiar with and knew quite well from teaching high school chemistry and, and physics and uh, had a good math base going into those calculus courses. So they didn't take a lot of extra effort, a lot of extra studying besides doing the work. I didn't have to spend hours trying to understand new concepts. They were mostly just building on the fringes of, of what I already knew. And so the, those first few courses that I did, um, they, they went quite well. I was, was feeling confident with them. But I started getting into um, a little deeper. So I took a, a, a second chemistry course. And this, this one quickly, within a, a few weeks of, of my online studying, it got to the edge of my knowledge much quicker than the first one had. And I soon realized that this was not sustainable long term, where I probably wouldn't be able to keep doing classes on the side, do well with them, and keep working full time at my teaching. So I 
got to the point where I, I would have to make a decision where I would either have to stop taking classes for the time being and focus on my work of teaching 100% of the time, or I would have to stop teaching and go back to school full time if I wanted to keep at it and, and work on finishing my degree. So I decided to um, stop teaching. I decided that I was going to go back to school full time, work on getting my undergraduate de degree. I should maybe just mention here that um, none of the courses that I took at Faith Builders, unfortunately, were able to transfer. None of the credits were able to transfer um, up to the school here in Ontario. And uh, so I was kind of at square one. As far as credits go, I feel like I had been given a good base and had, had learned some good study habits and techniques and things like that um, with my studying at Faith Builders, but I was starting um, from um, at the beginning again with my, with my schooling here. So I um, yeah, made the decision that I was going to go back to school um, full time and as I'm talking about it here, I, I realize that it, it sounds like I, I made that decision quite quickly. But it, uh, it really is it's something that it took a long time to, to come to the point where I, was, where I was ready to make that decision. It wasn't an easy decision. I really enjoyed teaching. I enjoyed my job. And, um, and so it's, I was giving up something that I love for the time being. But um, after praying about it, spending a lot of time thinking about it, talking to Joy a lot about it, um, sharing then, after, after doing that for a while, sharing with trusted mentors um, who, I, who I really like and like to hear the advice that they, they give and um, really respect the advice that they give, after talking to, to a number of different people, I, I made the decision to, to kind of change yeah, I guess you could say change career for the time being um, in, in that my, my full-time responsibilities moving away from teaching and moving to studying. So came to that decision about a year before the fall of 2019 then when I started back to school full-time and I absolutely loved it. I remember it was it was already a few months I think into the first term there in the fall of 2019 I would regularly get to my seat in the classroom a few minutes before class began and I would just kind of sit there and contemplate and be full of gratitude and excitement for the opportunity that I had to sit in a classroom and to learn and I just love um, taking classes, I love learning, I love um, thinking and, and being pushed into to new areas and new, new ways of thinking. And so really, really enjoyed um, the experience of being back in school and, and being a full-time student once again. I was working on a, it was called a general science degree, which is a three-year degree but it was very non-specialized. So it was, it was pretty wide open. There was a certain amount of science credits that I had to take, but um, there, other than that, there really wasn't any specifications. 
And um, because of the courses that I'd taken ahead of time, and um, I was going to be able to finish within about two years of, of uh, starting to go to school full time. So that would be finishing up um, this term where we are here currently now, here in the, finishing up here in the spring of 2021. So with, uh, I realized that I was going to be done in just two years, and I was also very much dabbling. So that uh, first term of going back to school full-time, I took a couple of science classes, but they were ones that I hadn't really taken before. It was a cell biology course, and I was doing an earth science course, both introductions, and uh, I took an economics course, and I took an introduction to history course, and, and so it was very much, uh, I felt like, like I was dabbling, and I was interested in doing something a little more focused and a little more specialized. So I was, when we, when we went into the spring of 2020, sorry, the winter term of 2020, I was really thinking about, okay, where am I going to go with this? And if I want to go a little bit longer than, than just a three-year degree and want to get a little more focused, a little more speci specialized, I need to make that decision soon. So I was kind of thinking about what within science do I want to do? It was the science courses that, that I was really enjoying and were really pulling me. And, um, in that course, or in that term, I had signed up for a an introductory astrophysics class, I'll call it. It was called Introduction to the Universe, so a, a physics course, and the prof in that class was fantastic. I just loved his lectures. I would sit rap for the um, hour and 20 minutes that, that um, we had, and he just had really clear and concise ways of descri describing and um, teaching complicated concepts and, um, and just, just had a, a really interesting way of describing them as well. And he also really insisted that we think like a physicist. So he would often say that, but he would also demonstrate how it is that a physicist thinks. And uh, yeah, like I said, his, his simple but brilliant explanations really made the universe come alive in the way that, uh, that he would describe them. And so I was already kind of thinking that, this might, that physics might be something that would interest me, but uh, this, taking this class really helped uh, solidify that decision, that it was physics that I, that I wanted to, um, to pursue further. So I was basically in the, the process of making, um, making my mind up on that. But um, one, one of the problems that I have is that I tend to keep to myself a little too much. And uh, it, it takes me a long time to get brave enough to kind of put myself out there and, and uh, talk to people and ask questions or ask for advice. And so I, uh, I knew that I should talk to this professor. He also happened to be one of the advisors. And um, I knew I should sit down with him and, and uh, talk to him and just see if he would have advice on, on how to, to switch into a physics degree or if that's something that I, I should do or would be prepared to do. And so I had tried a couple times, but it hadn't worked or I'd kind of given up at that particular time. So it, it, uh, it hadn't happened. And uh, this was getting into closer to the end of the term. We were about a month away from the end of the term. And um, it was into March here of 2020, and I decided, you know what, it's time that I just need to, I need to talk to him, and so see what he has to say. 
And so he had certain office hours that uh, were set, but I hadn't made an appointment or anything like that. So I uh, decided that I was going to go talk to him. So I had a class at, I think it was about one o'clock that day, which were when his office hours ended. And so I um, went to, it was probably about 45 minutes before that, so about 12.15, I got to his office and he wasn't there. And it was a sign on his door saying he's gone for just a couple minutes, he'll be back soon. And there was another student waiting um, for him. And uh, I asked that student if he was waiting for the same professor I was, and he said, yeah, yeah, he was. And so I'm like, well, I'll just, I'll just wait it out. I got time here. And so waited and waited. I had class at one o'clock. And so I thought, well, I'll at least wait until close to that. And so I waited for 30 minutes. And the other student was, was a patient too. And uh, he was still waiting there also. And I thought, oh, uh, this is getting to, to the point where, um, where if the professor comes back, this other student was first in line, so he'll get to talk to him first, so I probably won't have a chance. And this was about 10 minutes to one, and I thought, well, I'll just wait a few more minutes. So I stuck it out for a few minutes, and it's a few more minutes, about two minutes later, the other student left. He must have had class at one o'clock as well. And, um, and so I, uh, I was the only one in line now, and it was getting to be about five minutes to one, and I was just about to leave, and the professor showed up. And uh, just in, in time, and um, he said, yeah, sorry about that. It was an um, unfortunate meeting that I, that I had to have, and I was pretty sure I knew what, what that was about. But anyway, he was really nice, talked to me for about 20 minutes. I missed the, the start of my next class, but that was okay. And so, yeah, I just um, told him what, uh, what I was thinking about, and he... Um, took me through the classes that I would have to take this year in order to switch into physics. And I hadn't had the best set of classes that I'd taken up to this point, but, um, but he was nice enough to work with me and look through what would be possible and thought that it would definitely be possible for me to make the switch. So, um, yeah, I had some good things to, to think about. This was on a Thursday afternoon. And uh, we found out two days later that the school would be closing down for what we hoped would just be a couple weeks because COVID-19 was hitting and uh, was getting fairly bad in the region. And um, as we know, we're still, the, the school has not opened up. Um, and uh, I haven't been back to the campus since, since that day when I, when I sat down and uh, talked to him. So I was really glad that I had waited it out. And because um, I, yeah, without having that conversation, I really wouldn't have known what would have been involved in, in making the switch. And I probably wouldn't have done it. So I was really glad that I, that I talked to him and kind of learned what would be involved and, and had his encouragement in, in uh, taking the dive into physics, which I've been doing, started last fall and um, working on here again this term. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a great experience. I really and really enjoyed getting back into into university classes, and unfortunately, have been uh, now doing classes online for for the all of last term, and uh, this term will be in its entirety online as well. 
And yeah, so I'll just say a few things, I guess, about uh, what it's been like for me with online learning and uh, what my experience has been. In some ways, it felt like I was a student for the first time again, in that I just had to completely relearn how to learn and how to set up my day and um, how to take in classes, how to, how to find information, how to get help. All of those things that just completely were completely new and had to, to be relearned. So maybe instead of being a student for the first time, it was more like I was going to a new school again for the first time and uh, was, was starting completely over. So it was difficult. Um, it, it, I, yeah, I, I felt behind all semester and all of last term and uh, wasn't until kind of t getting towards the end of the term I started realizing how, how I should have been approaching the different classes and how different professors were setting up their classes and how it would have worked better to, to learn and, and that kind of thing. But kind of on top of that, just, just looking at online learning as a whole, I realized that I do really miss the campus, the classrooms, the, the place to go to to learn, and the presence of fellow students and, and teachers as well. And there's just something about having that place, having that, that physical presence that, that I, I think is really important. And I knew that was was before moving completely to online but since being online it's I've, I've realized how really important those things are and I'm really really excited to to get back um, to going to class to being able to ask questions to to hear the lectures from a uh, from the professors where they're used to teaching, not having to have constant technological things to work through and challenges and and uh, dealing with with those things, um, being able to to do labs like they're meant to be do like they're meant to be done and um, experience school in, in the way that it's set up to be done. So I'm really excited to to get back to that. I'm glad that we've been able to continue with our studies and uh, that everyone's kind of learned how to how to work with it and present classes and information in a different way but uh, for me personally it's not something that I think is is going to stay I'm I'm really excited to get back to to the classroom and um, get back to school as it were so what are my my plans from here my goal is to learn to think like a physicist and to learn as much physics as I can over the next two years. So at this point, I'm planning to, to graduate, graduate from my undergraduate program in the spring of 2023, so I have two years left after that. And hopefully I'll be at that point more of a physicist than I am right now. And I don't know where it's going to lead from there. I would love to go back to the classroom with a whole new toolkit of knowledge, wisdom, and experience with which to teach and inspire my students. But I'd also love to keep studying, and I'm going to leave open the possibility of continuing on with my formal education, my studies after completing my undergraduate degree. We'll see where it goes from there. As my experience has been in the past, it's just 
usually takes a year or two of being out of the classroom before I start itching to get back to some kind of formal schooling. I've never gone more than a year or two without taking a class of some kind. So um, I, I suspect I'll always have that bug and we'll, uh, we'll see if I continue after, after graduating this time. I have been very thankful for the I am very thankful for the educational opportunities that I've had up until this point, and I'm really excited to see what adventures lie in front of me. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to, to have the chance to share a little bit about you with what my educational experiences have been up to this point, especially as I, I think about that now as I, I am currently a, a student and deep into my studies. So thank you for listening. Thanks for, uh, for putting up with my stories. As I mentioned at the beginning, I plan to get back to Everyday Expertise interviews next week, so you can look forward to that. In the meantime, if you want to go to the website, everydayexpertise.ca, you can find all the previous interviews that I've done, um, all 25 episodes that I've had a guest on up to this point. If you want to reach out to me, you can do that through email at contact at everydayexpertise.ca or any of the social media platforms that we're on. And uh, if you want to join me to share your expertise or you know of someone that I should have on, let me know. I always like hearing suggestions. Don't know if I'll be able to um, be able to do all of them, but I certainly love to hear the suggestions that you give. That's all for now. Join me again next week to learn from the expertise of everyday people.